Don't worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us in the Word of God to begin with in the book of Revelation. Revelation chapter 1, beginning at verse 1. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants, things which must shortly take place. And he sent and signified it by his angel to his servant John, who bore witness to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ, to all things that he saw. Blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it, for the time is near. John, to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come, and from the seven spirits who are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler over the kings of the earth, to him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, and has made us kings and priests to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Behold, he is coming with clouds and every eye will see him, even they who pierced him. And all the tribes of the earth will mourn because of him. Even so, amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. I, John, both your brother and companion, in the tribulation and kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was on the island that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard and I heard behind me a loud voice as of a trumpet, saying, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, and what you see, write in a book, and send it to the seven churches which are in Asia, to Ephesus, to Smyrna, to Pergamos, to Thyatira, to Sardis, to Philadelphia, and to Laodicea. Then I turned to see the voice that spoke with me, and having turned, I saw seven golden lampstands, and in the midst of the seven lampstands, one like the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the feet, and girded about the chest with a golden band. His head and hair were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes like a flame of fire. His feet were like fine brass, as if refined in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. He had in his right hand seven stars. Out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance was like the sun shining in its strength. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. But he laid his right hand on me, saying to me, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am he who lives and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And I have the keys of Hades and of death. Write the things which you have seen and the things which are and the things which will take place after this. The mystery of the seven stars which you saw in my right hand and the seven golden lampstands. The seven stars are the angels 
of the seven churches and the seven lampstands which you saw are the seven churches. Verses 1 through 20, Revelation chapter 1. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the wonderful and powerful book of Revelation. We thank you, Lord, for all the other books, wonderful books in your word. Thank you for the opportunity for us to hear you speak words of counsel, wisdom, grace, power, and blessing to our lives as we read and meditate on your word. Father, more and more, help us to fall more in love with you and with your word with every passing day and stir us and empower us to become much more faithful hearers and doers of your word. Lord, we love you. We bless you. We praise you. We thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for the wonderful gift of your word and the power of the grace that it pours into our lives as we spend time daily in it. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Rick Robertson is our producer. He's going to lead us in a word of prayer at this time. Father, we do thank you for speaking us to us through your holy word and all the comfort we find there, all the hope we find there in Jesus Christ, the great loving kindness that you've shown us through him coming down from the glory and wonder of heaven to live on this earth, to die a terrible death on the cross for us, for the comfort we have here on this earth and that awaits us beyond. We Rejoice in that today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Rick. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. You know, it's, I think, powerful to consider this, that God's Word, the Bible, is the best-selling book in the world, has been for centuries. And why wouldn't it be? You know, who better to hear from every day than our Heavenly Father, the Creator of the universe, who has words of wisdom, words of power, words of grace, words of strength, to bless our lives with each and every day. Uh, Today we continue reading through the Word of God, and on an ongoing basis we're encouraging you that if you don't already have the habit of reading three chapters in your Bible every day, today is a great day, a good day, to start that very important habit. Parents, we continue to remind and encourage you to to start the habit of having each of your children to read three chapters out loud to you daily as well, a habit that will bless your children and bless your whole family and household. We continue now. We pick up in the book of Numbers, Numbers chapter 30, beginning at verse 1. Then Moses spoke to the heads of the tribes concerning the children of Israel, saying, This is the thing which the Lord has commanded. If a man makes a vow to the Lord or swears an oath to bind himself by some agreement, he shall not break his word. He shall do according to all that proceeds out of his mouth. Or if a woman makes a vow to the Lord and binds herself by some agreement while in her father's house in her youth, and her father hears her vow and the agreement by which she has bound herself, and her father holds his peace, then all her vows shall stand, and every agreement with which she has bound herself shall stand. But if her father overrules her on the day, excuse me, on the day that he hears, then none of her vows nor her agreements by which she has bound herself shall stand, and the Lord will release her, because her father overruled her. If indeed she takes a husband while bound by her vows or by a rash utterance, from her lips by which she bound herself, and her husband hears it and makes no response to her on the day that he hears, then her vows shall stand, 
and her agreements by which she bound herself shall stand. But if her husband overrules her on the day that he hears it, he shall make void her vow which she took and what she uttered with her lips, by which she bound herself, and the Lord will release her. Also any vow of a widow or a divorced woman, by which she has bound herself, shall stand against her. If she vowed in her husband's house, or bound herself by an agreement with an oath, and her husband heard it, and made no response to her, and did not overrule her, then all her vows shall stand, and every agreement by which she bound herself shall stand. But if her husband truly made them void on the day he heard them, then whatever proceeded from her lips concerning her vows or concerning the agreement binding her, it shall not stand. Her husband has made them void, and the Lord will release her. Every vow and every binding oath to afflict her soul, her husband may confirm it or her husband may make it void. Now, if her husband makes no response whatever to her from day to day, then he confirms all her vows or all the agreements that bind her. He confirms them because he made no response to her on the day that he heard them. But if he does make them void after he has heard them, then he shall bear her then he shall bear her guilt these are the statutes these are the statutes which the lord commanded moses between a man and his wife and between a father and his daughter in her youth in her father's house numbers chapter 31 and the lord spoke to moses saying take vengeance on the midianites for the children of israel Afterward, you shall be gathered to your people. So Moses spoke to the people, saying, Arm some of yourselves for war, and let them go against the Midianites to take vengeance for the Lord on Midian. A thousand from each tribe of all the tribes of Israel you shall send to the war. So there were recruited from the divisions of Israel one thousand from each tribe, twelve thousand armed for war. Then Moses sent them to the war, one thousand from each tribe. He sent them to the war with Phinehas, the son of Eleazar the priest, with the holy articles and the signal trumpets in his hand. And they warred against the Midianites, just as the Lord commanded Moses, and they killed all the males. They killed the kings of Midian with the rest of those who were killed, Evi, Rechem, Zur, Hur, and Reba, the five kings of Midian. Balaam, the son of Beor, they also killed with the sword. And the children of Israel took the women of Midian captive with their little ones and took as spoil all their cattle, all their flocks, and all their goods. They also burned with fire all the cities where they dwelt and all their forts. And they took all the spoil and all the booty of man and beast. Then they brought the captives, the booty and the spoil to Moses, to Eleazar the priest, and to the congregation of the children of Israel, to the camp in the plains of Moab, by the Jordan, across from Jericho. And Moses 
Eleazar the priest and all the leaders of the congregation went to meet them outside the camp. But Moses was angry with the officers of the army, with the captains over the thousands and captains over hundreds who had come from the battle. And Moses said to them, Have you kept all the women alive? Look, these women caused the children of Israel through the council of Balaam to trespass against the Lord in the incident of Peor, and there was a plague among the congregation of the Lord. Now therefore, kill every male among the little ones, and kill every woman who, was known, who has known a man intimately. But keep alive for yourselves all the young girls who have not known a man intimately. And as for you, remain outside the camp seven days. Whoever has killed any person, and whoever has touched any slain, purify yourselves and your captives on the third day and on the seventh day. Purify every garment, everything made of leather, everything woven, everything woven of goat's hair, and everything made of wood. Then Eleazar the priest said to the men of war who had gone to the battle, This is the ordinance of the law which the Lord commanded Moses. Only the gold, the silver, the bronze, the iron, the tin, and the lead, everything that can endure fire, you shall put through the fire, and it shall be clean, and it shall be purified with the water of purification. But all that cannot endure fire, you shall put through water, and you shall wash your clothes on the seventh day and be clean, and afterward you may come into the camp. Now the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Count up the plunder that was taken of man and beast. Verses 1 through 24, Numbers chapter 31. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession as we continue reading through the Word of God. We'll be right back.
Planet Shakers with Only Way. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We continue now reading through the Word of God as we pick up in the book of Numbers, Numbers chapter 31, beginning at verse 25. Now the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Count up the plunder that was taken of man and beast, you and Eleazar the priest, and the chief fathers of the congregation. And and divide the plunder into two parts, between those who took part in the war, who went out to battle, and all the congregation, and levy a tribute for the Lord on the men of war who went out to battle, one of every five hundred of the persons, the cattle, the donkeys, and the sheep. Take it from their half and give it to Eleazar the priest as a heave offering to the Lord. And from the children of Israel's half, you shall take one of every fifty drawn from the persons, the cattle, the donkeys, and the sheep from all the livestock, and give them to the Levites who keep charge of the tabernacle of the Lord. So Moses and Eleazar the priest did as the Lord commanded Moses. The booty remained from the plunder which the men of war had taken was 675,000 sheep, 72,000 cattle, 61,000 donkeys, and 32,000 persons in all, of women who had not known a man intimately. And the half, the portion of those who had gone out to war, was in number 337,500 sheep. And the Lord's tribute of the sheep was 675. The cattle were 36,000, of which the Lord's tribute was 72. The donkeys were 30,500, of which the Lord's tribute was 61. The persons were 16,000, of which the Lord's tribute was 32 persons. So Moses gave the tribute, which was the Lord's heave offering to Eleazar the priest, as the Lord commanded Moses. And from the children of Israel's half, which Moses separated from the men, who fought. Now the half belonging to the congregation was 337,500 sheep, 36,000 cattle, 30,500 donkeys, and 16,000 persons. And from the children of Israel's half, Moses took one of every 50 drawn from man and beast and gave them to the Levites who kept charge of the tabernacle of the Lord as the Lord commanded Moses. Then the officers who were over 5,000, excuse me, then the officers who were over thousands of the army, the captains of thousands and captains of hundreds, came near to Moses. And they said to Moses, Your servants have taken account of the men of war who are under our command, and not a man of us is missing. Therefore we have brought an offering for the Lord what every man found of ornaments of gold, armlets and bracelets and signet rings and earrings and necklaces to make atonement for ourselves before the Lord. So Moses and Eleazar the priest received the gold from them, all the fashioned ornaments and all the gold of the offering that they offered to the Lord from the captains of thousands and captains of hundreds was 16,750 shekels. The men of war 
had taken spoil, every man for himself. And Moses and Eleazar the priest received the gold from the captains of thousands and of hundreds and brought it into the tabernacle of meeting as a, mem as a memorial for the children of Israel before the Lord. Numbers chapter 32. Now the children of Reuben and the children of Gad had a very great multitude of livestock. And when they saw the land of Jazer and the land of Gilead, that indeed the region was a place for livestock, the children of Gad and the children of Reuben came and spoke to Moses, to Eleazar, the priest, and to the leaders of the congregation, saying, Ataroth, Dibon, Jazer, Nimrah, Heshbon, Elealah, Shebam, Nebo, and Baon, the country which the Lord defeated before the congregation of Israel, is a land for livestock, and your servants have livestock. Therefore they said, If we have found favor in your sight, let this land be given to your servants as a possession. Do not take us over the Jordan. And Moses said to the children of God, and Moses said to the children of Gad and to the children of Reuben, Shall your brethren go to war while you sit here? Now why will you discourage the heart of the children of Israel from going over into the land which the Lord has given them? Thus your fathers did when I sent them away from Kadesh Barnea to see the land. But when they went up to the valley of Eshkol and saw the land, they discouraged the heart of the children of Israel so that they did not go into the land which the Lord had given them. So the Lord's anger was aroused on that day and he swore an oath, saying, Surely none of the men who came up from Egypt, from twenty years old and above, shall see the land of which I swore to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, because they have not wholly followed me, except Caleb the son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, and Joshua the son of Nun, for they have wholly followed the Lord. So the Lord's anger was aroused against Israel, and he made them wander in the wilderness forty years until all the generation that had done evil in the sight of the Lord was gone. And look, you have risen in your father's place, a brood of sinful men, to increase still more the fierce anger of the Lord against Israel. For if you turn away from following him, he will once again leave them in the wilderness, and you will destroy all these people. Then they came near to him and said, We will build sheepfolds here for our livestock and cities for our little ones, but we ourselves will be armed, ready to go before the children of Israel until we have brought them to their place, and our little ones will dwell in the fortified cities because of the inhabitants of the land. We will not return to our homes until every one of the children of Israel has received his inheritance for we will not inherit with for we will not inherit with them on the other side of the jordan and beyond because our inheritance has fallen to us on this eastern side of the jordan then moses said to them if you do this thing you if you do this thing if you arm yourselves before the lord for the war and all your armed men cross over the Jordan before the Lord until he has driven out his enemies 
from before him, and the land is subdued before the Lord, then afterward you may return and be blameless before the Lord, before Israel. And this land shall be your possession before the Lord. But if you do not do so, then take note, you have sinned against the Lord, and be sure your sin will find you out. Build cities for your little ones and folds for your sheep, and do what has proceeded out of your mouth. And the children of God and the cho- excuse me, and the children of Gad and the children of Reuben spoke to Moses, saying, Your servants will do as my Lord commands. Our little ones, our wives, our flocks, and all our livestock will be there in the cities of Gilead. But but your servants will cross over every man armed for war before the Lord to battle, just as my Lord says. So Moses, com- so Moses gave command concerning them to Eleazar the priest, to Joshua the son of Nun, and to the chief fathers of the tribes of the children of Israel. And Moses said to them, If the children of Gad and the children of Reuben cross over the Jordan with you, every man armed for battle before the Lord, and the land is subdued before you, then you shall give them the land of Gilead as a possession. But if they do not cross over armed with you, they shall have possessions among you in the land of Canaan. Then the children of Gad and the children of Reuben answered, saying, As the Lord has said to your servants, so we will do. We will cross over armed before the Lord into the land of Canaan. But the possessions of our inheritance shall remain with us on this side of the Jordan. So Moses gave to the children of Gad, to the children of Reuben, and to half the tribe of Manasseh, the son of Joseph, the kingdom of Sihon, king of the Amorites, and the kingdom of Og, king of Bashan, the land with its cities, within the borders, the cities of the surrounding country. And the children of Gad built Dibon, and Ataroth, and Eroar, Atroth, and Shophan, Jazer, and Jogbeha, Beth Nimrah, and Beth Haran, fortified cities, and foals for sheep. And the children of Reuben built Heshbon and Elealah and Kerjatham, Nebo and Baal Maon, their names being changed, and Shibmah, and they gave other names to the cities which they built. And the children of Machir, the son of Manasseh, went to Gilead and took it and dispossessed the Amorites who were in it. So Moses gave Gilead to Machir, the son of Manasseh, and he dwelt in it. Also Jair, the son of Manasseh, went and took its small towns and called them Havoth Jair. Then Nobah went and took Kinath and its villages, and he called it Nobah after his own name. Numbers chapter 33. These are the journeys of the children of Israel who went out of the land of Egypt by their armies under the hand of Moses and Aaron. Now Moses wrote down the starting points of their journeys at the command of the Lord, and these are their journeys according to their starting points. 
they departed from Ramesses in the first month on the 15th day of the first month. On the day after the Passover, the children of Israel went out with boldness in the sight of all the Egyptians. For the Egyptians were burying all their firstborn, whom the Lord had killed among them. Also on their gods the Lord had the Lord had executed judgments. Then the children of Israel moved from Ramesses and camped at Sukkoth. They departed from Sukkoth and camped at Etham, which is on the edge of the wilderness. They moved from Etham and turned back to Pi-Hahiroth, which is east of Baal-Zephon. And they camped near Migdal. They departed from before Hahiroth and passed through the midst of the sea into the wilderness, went three days' journey in the wilderness of Etham, and camped at Mara. They moved from Mara and came to Elam. At Elam were twelve springs of water from seventy palm trees, so they camped there. They moved from Elam and camped by the Red Sea. They moved from the Red Sea and camped in the wilderness of Sin. They journeyed from the wilderness of Sin and camped at Dofka. They departed from Dofka and camped at Alush. They moved from Alush and camped at Rephidim, where there was no water for the people to drink. They departed from Rephidim and camped in the wilderness of Sinai. They moved from the wilderness of Sinai and camped at Kibroth Hataeva. They departed from Kibroth Hataeva and camped at Hazeroth. They departed from Hazeroth and camped at Rithma. They de- Excuse me. They departed from Rithma and camped at Rimon Perez. They departed from Rimon Perez and camped at Libna. They moved from Libna and camped at Risa. They journeyed from Risa and camped at Kehelatha. They went from Kehelatha and camped at Mount Shepher. Verses 1 through 22. Numbers chapter 33. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession as we continue reading through the Word of God. We'll be right back. My heart. 
Thank you, mean it. Timothy, say you've captured. You have captured my heart, my heart, Conceal. my heart, my heart. One more time, say you have my heart, my heart with your love. And if all I say is Jesus, 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 that's all that means. Music of Danson Oyakan with If All I Say Is Jesus. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We continue now reading through the Word of God as we pick up in the New Testament, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 13, beginning at verse 10. Now he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bent over and could in no way raise herself up. But when she saw her, excuse me, but when, excuse me, but when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said to her, Woman, you are loosed from your infirmity. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. But the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation, because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath. And he said to the crowd, There are six days on which men ought to work. Therefore come and be healed on them, and not on the Sabbath day. The Lord then answered him and said, Hypocrite, does not each one of you on the Sabbath loose his ox or donkey from the stall and lead it away to water it? So ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound, think of it. For 18 years, be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath. And when he had said these things, all his adversaries were put to shame, and all the multitude rejoiced for all the glorious things that were done by him. <coughs> then he said, What is the kingdom of God like? And to what shall I compare it? It is like a mustard seed, which a man took and put in his garden. And it grew and became a large tree, and the birds of the air nested in its branches. And again he said, To what shall I liken the kingdom of God? It is like leaven, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal, till it was all leavened. And he went through the cities and villages, teaching and journeying toward Jerusalem. Then one said to him, Lord, are there few who are saved? And he said to them, Strive to enter through the narrow gate. For many, I say to you, will seek to enter and will not be able. When once, when once the master of the house has risen up and shut the door, and you begin to stand outside and knock at the door, saying, Lord, Lord, open for us. And he will answer and say to you, I do not know you. Where are you from? Then you will begin to say, We ate and drank in your presence, and you taught in our streets. But he will say, I tell you, I do not know you. Where you are from? 
Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. When you see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God and yourselves thrust out, they will come from the east and the west, from the north and the south, and sit down in the kingdom of God. And indeed, there are last who will be first, and there are first who will be last. On that very day, some Pharisees came, saying to him, Get out and depart from here, for Herod wants to kill you. And he said to them, Go tell that fox, Behold, I cast out demons and perform cures today and tomorrow, and the third day I shall be perfected. Nevertheless, I must journey today, tomorrow, and the day following, for it cannot be that a prophet should perish outside of Jerusalem. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her. How often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, but you were not willing. See, your house is left to you desolate, and assuredly I say to you, you shall not see me until the time comes when you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Luke chapter 14. Now it happened as he went into the house of one of the rulers of the Pharisees to eat bread on the Sabbath, that they watched him closely. And behold, there was a certain man before him who had dropsy. And Jesus answering spoke to the lawyers and Pharisees saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? But they kept silent, and he took him and healed him and let him go. Then he answered them, saying, Which of you, having a donkey or an ox that has fallen into a pit, will not immediately pull him out on the Sabbath day? And they could not answer him regarding these things. So he told a parable to those who were invited when he noted how they chose the best places, saying to them, When you are invited, by anyone to a wedding feast, do not sit down in the best place, lest one more honorable than you be invited by him. And he who invited you and him come and say to you, Give place to this man, and then you begin with shame to take the lowest place. But when you are invited, go and sit down in the lowest place, so that when he who invited you comes, he may say to you, Friend, Go up higher, then you will have glory in the presence of those who sit at the table with you. For whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Then he also said to him who invited him, When you give a dinner or a supper, do not ask your friends, your brothers, your relatives, nor rich neighbors, lest they also invite you back and you be repaid. But when you give a feast, invite the poor, the maimed, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed because they cannot repay you, for you shall be repaid at the resurrection of the just. Now when one of those who sat at the table with him heard these things, he said to him, Blessed is he who shall eat bread in the kingdom of God. Then he said to him, a certain man gave a great supper and invited many. 
and sent his servant at supper, at supper time, to say to those who were invited, Come, for all things are now ready. But they all with one accord began to make excuses. The first one said to him, I bought a piece of ground and I must go and see it. I ask you to have me excused. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen and I'm going to test them. I ask you to have me excused. Still another said, I've married a wife and therefore I cannot come. So that servant came and reported these things to his master. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and lanes of the city, and bring in here the poor and the maimed and the lame and the blind. And the servant said, Master, it is done as you commanded, and still there is room. Then the master said to the servant, Go out into the highways and hedges, and compel them to come in that my house may be filled. For I say to you that none of those men who were invited shall taste my supper. Now great multitudes went with him, and he turned and said to them, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. And whoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you, for which of you, intending to build a tower, does not sit down first and count the cost, whether he has enough to finish it, lest he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish, or what king going to make war against another king, does not sit down first and consider whether he is able with 10,000 to meet him who comes against him with 20,000. Or else, while the other is still a great way off, he sends a delegation and asks conditions of peace. So likewise, whoever of you does not forsake all that he has cannot be my disciple. Salt is good. But if the salt has lost its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is neither fit for the land nor for the dunghill, but men throw it out. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Verses 1 through 34 through 35, Luke chapter 14. Father, once again, we thank you for the wonderful gift of your word. Thank you for the peace, the grace, the strength, the encouragement that flows into our minds and our hearts as we take time to read and meditate on your word. Father, more and more, help us to be believers that are recognizing and understanding that your word and being students of your word is a critical part of being a disciple and a follower of Christ. Lord, anoint us all afresh with the spirit of grace that would encourage us to fill our hearts and our minds with your word every single day. Help us to make it one of the high priorities of our day every day. And help us likewise as parents and grandparents and those that work with youth to make it a high priority to make time to help our children get into your word each and every day, having them to read the word out loud to us. Help us to recognize, Lord, there's nothing our children need more than your powerful word. And help us to grow in our understanding of the fact that your word is a powerful weapon, the most powerful weapon in the universe. And it's ours to take it upon ourselves to become 
diligent warriors who know how to take your word and use it for the mighty weapon that it is in our day-to-day lives. As we walk out on the battlefield of life every single day, we thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Hour of Intercession as we normally do before we end the broadcast. If you're listening today and you know that you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, or you're not sure where you stand with the Lord, today is a great day to fully commit your heart and your whole life to the Lord Jesus Christ. If you'd like to make that step, again, the wisest decision in all of life, if you'd like to commit your life to the Lord, would you simply pray this prayer with me even now? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for my all my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess I've sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent and I turn from all the wrongs I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. In your word, you told us, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to follow you all my life long. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. In Jesus' name we do pray, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we want to be in touch with you. We'd like to make contact with you. My email, once again, is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We hope to hear from you. We'd like to share with you some literature and resources that will teach, teach you how to begin to grow and grow strong in your new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. We definitely want to get these into your hands. Once again, my email, joseph at afr.net. We hope to hear from you. Once again, if you'd like to receive any of the prayer tools, the evangelism or discipleship tools that we provide, we like to share them. We desire to share them with you. Simply email us, same email, joseph at afr.net, and we'll be glad to send them to you. Again, joseph at afr.net. Thanks for listening. Once again, if you don't have the habit of reading three chapters in your Bible every day, today is a great day to start that habit. And parents, I would encourage you to start the habit of having each of your children read three chapters out loud to you every day as well. A habit that will greatly bless your home. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.